win, 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 win. Forget everybody else. We just gonna win. I don't think that's the lyric. Yeah. I need to look it up. <laughs> it's not. Anywho, on that you know note, that protects us on copyright, so we good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. About copyright, huh? <laughs> okay. So on that note. We are on episode three. Hey. Trois. That's French for three. Just in case. Well, and welcome everybody to We Got Y'all Wednesdays on a Thursday. Because we got it. Well, yes, we do have a. But because we had to watch the presidential debate on Wednesday, so we gonna post this today. Yes. And talk about it. All right. Initial thoughts, pros and cons to show go. My thoughts exactly. That's exactly how I felt about that too. Girl, I'm speechless. I'm speechless. <laughs> I got you. Can we just have a moment of silence for right. the fly? For the fly, though. For the because fly. That poor fly was stuck in homeboy's hair. There was. Like, he was like, let me go. Let me go. He was trying to get out. I saw it. And, like, he was just too wrapped up in that bullshit. I think I'm he was so I'm I'm all for the fly. I'm like, you know, if I had to choose, I would vote for the fly one. I would vote for them. We don't know. We don't know who they are. Someone, my mom said that someone from her job was like, "That's a fly of color." That's how that (laughs) fly was announced. Like, I'm dead. I'm just dead because Joe is such like he is such a real one. They was like, "We gonna start selling fly swatters after." And I was like, I'm done. Well, I saw this. I think the funniest meme I did see related to the fly being of color, which it was, it was black. Um, there was a right. funny meme that said that fly was his only black friend. But at the same time, dead. <laughs> <laughs> but was it his friend or was it pointing out the, um, you know, the, the, Deflecting questions. Yes, yes. Yeah. But I will oh, no. say, I do have to say this. You know what? Say what you will about that man. What, what's his name, Pence? Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is this. Homeboy did a very good job at not answering not a damn question. Honestly? That claps to that. Let's, because no, no. I've never seen... I've never seen anybody do that so artistically. Like, not one. Not one question did he answer. But see, okay, so what I was hearing about that, right, was that that is how a debate is actually supposed to go. Like, you're supposed to control the flow of your own debate. So, like, when they would ask him questions and he would be like, well, Susan, I'm going to go back and address this question. That's how, that's what you're supposed to do. But like, he he dead ass didn't answer any. Like, the only thing I know is that he's 
he's pro-life, pro-law enforcement. Like, he didn't even answer why he didn't tell nobody about COVID when it first happened. So, like, going back into the segment where on last episode, we kind of touched on each of those topics and, like, the last two we did really quickly. Like, do you feel, starting from COVID again, do y'all feel like what we predicted would happen happen or do you feel like there's still a bunch of like left out questions I think our predictions were pretty good like what we thought they would cover what we thought they might not cover I think we did pretty good I although I will give some credit that (laughs) despite the ramblings they did address the economy more Uh, one person more than the other kept bringing up the economy specifically fracking I'm like oh my gosh but anyway um, but I I do appreciate that they actually were able to like talk versus the first debate we witnessed wasn't so um, we didn't even get as much content so at least we had that but I was very much a my facial expressions matched that of vice president-elect Harris so I have a really important question though that I know other people want to know too what is fracking fracking is drilling into the ground the land to extract oil and it can cause a lot of environmental damage. It can pollute water. It can, I mean, there are benefits, right? It's oil, it's it's mining oil and our, usually on our own United States turf, whatever that means, it's not our land anyway. That's another conversation, but it can cause a lot of problems um, for the environment, but it makes a lot of money. So that's why he kept bringing it up because it's great for the economy but not mm-hmm. great for the climate. So that's, I think, why he kept bringing it up because so many people know that fracking helps the economy, right? So right. he kept trying to say, you guys want to get rid of it, you guys want to get rid of it, which there's so much more to talk about, but he's uh-huh. obviously speaking to a very specific group of people right. who are mm-hmm. money, it's money, I'm, okay, thank you for your explanation of that because I, I was on I was on the part of the debate where it was like if it's drilling into the ground, just say that, you know, like how Jasmine has been on this I digress phase. If you're moving on, just say that. But I digress. <laughs> Move, moving on. All Uh, I can say, though, is I do think they touch on a lot of, like, things. However, I feel like because of, like, his antics and stuff, like, we didn't get to really get any, like, new, like, any new information necessarily, right? Like, I feel like, if anything, it just lets you see, like, the character of, like, the two of them more so than it did, like, necessarily their position on issues right because there was lots there was just like a lack of and I've been hearing this from people right where they're saying like 
there was just a lack of like we weren't on the issues like we were talking about like them personally there were a lot of like personal attacks and things like that rather than just like sticking on topic right like we didn't really get to hear about how like Joe Biden's camp would plan to move forward on COVID right if elected nor did we hear how Trump's camp is gonna like move forward with COVID like which is a huge thing and we all know we're about lots of people are, or lots of cities are already having the second wave of COVID happen, right? We just like, I just feel like there wasn't a lot of context. However, I do think as far as like char- character goes, like if you were on the fence, I feel like that helped you decide like maybe who you, I don't know, vibe with more, I guess, if that's the right word. Because like for me, I mean, it hasn't been a question, but like, I just did not like the mansplaining that was happening during the whole thing. I didn't like how Susan was allowing him to continuously, like, do that when it's like, hello, you're telling him, like, okay, thank you, Mr. Vice President, and then giving him two more minutes, and then thank you, Mr. Vice President, but then when she would be speaking and be like, thank you, Senator, thank you, Senator, thank you, Senator, it was like, can we be fair? I, just, I think I Susan tried her on that i think she tried her best she did a lot better than the previous one when it came to the other um, the other one but i can't say like i i I think your point is good and i i want to hear uh she kind of i want you to share your perspective too but i did want to quickly just chime in i the character piece and knowing where they stand i think is really important that you said jasmine because you kind of you you got enough to know where they stand which i appreciate right like i really liked when they talked about foreign policy yeah and what he didn't say was enough for me to know where they stand right and what he did say was like red flag right and it you know and some of his words he was really honest which was not probably good right like the things they were saying about foreign policy um i think and, and climate change in general the things he deflected were um were telling right even if that's how the debate is supposed to go, he could have really, um, he could have owned more of these popular issues that they did in, in Harris. I, I champion her, especially on the foreign policy. <laughs> Anything, when it came to China and Russia, I was like, get it. <laughs> what do you think, Shekinah? Like, um, I think throughout so I missed that part because y'all know I was having viewing issues at that moment but I think when it came down to like the discussions around COVID um and really all of it I think that I don't I don't I don't I don't see him as winning for that one just because I think that he didn't do a good job in explaining why we're currently in the position that we're in. I don't think that he did a great job in explaining, as Jasmine pointed out, like what you intend to do moving forward. Um, The one thing I think that I was interested in talking about was like the vaccine portion. Um, I know that they said they're rolling that out fast. I also don't know if you all have seen the articles that said there are a couple of people who are doing pre-trials of the vaccine and they've suffered like significant headaches and body aches. And they said that it's some of the worst pain of their life, you know? And so then you put that into context and then say, okay, well, you want to roll this out fast and give it 
to the to the general population personally um i'm not an anti-vaxxer right but like i'm also not gonna just do something that hasn't been thoroughly vetted and i think that senator harris kind of did she she at least voiced my sentiments when she's like i'm if dr what's his name fauci says we could take it i'm gonna take it but if if the president says we're gonna take it i'm not gonna take it and it's not like to throw any shade on the president but that is to say you don't have a medical degree you don't study infectious diseases you don't even understand how this disease works appropriately because as pointed out with the rose garden incident and your current status with the virus like i'm I'm not i'm not gonna take advice from you on that one um and i think that the one thing that wasn't answered in that conversation that I wanted answered was the stimulus package, right? Whether that was us getting a second check or whether that was if uh, if we're going to have to put that on our taxes. That could have been answered in the economy portion or this one. But I just need to know what that's going to look like on my tax report. I'm being honest with it. Um, I think that the jobs that they pointed out with their economy, um, with like the no tax cuts on anyone over 400,000. I mean, I think most of us can relate to that because we not there. So that's awesome, I guess. But um, I don't know. I'm interested to see what they were gonna talk about when it came to healthcare, whether that was Roe v. Wade. Um, I'm interested to see what they were gonna talk about when it came to climate change. Um, I don't, I think Senator Harris did a better job of answering that than Vice President Pence. Um, But there are still some things that I want to look further into, like the Outdoors Act, to see what that looks like. Um, And I'm still interested in learning more about where they stand on different foreign policies. Was there anything, I guess, that I know each of you kind of touched on it, but was there anything that stood out to you more? I thought the conversation on racial justice was really interesting. Okay. You want to talk more about it? Sure. Like when, when they brought up Breonna Taylor and when Susan brought up Breonna Taylor and the way that, that what that played out, the responses were very telling right very telling again we talk about their character we talk about mm-hmm. relatability like in my in my words like who's relatable and who gets it and i was so i was not surprised by the responses on either side but that's also telling like they you know a lot more could have been said and as you said you know vp pence is pro law enforcement and will do anything they can to support law enforcement but he again it's almost justified what had happened like they were doing what was best right and not really talking about any of the deeper issues so the whole thing on racial justice this idea of reform and police you know and i i really loved how whether this happens or not but this has been on my mind a lot lately because incarceration is huge in my world personally and then just the research i've done but thinking about having this registry for officers who you know who have done these sort of illegal things or been 
use excessive force i think would be so cool but it's not going to happen under certain administration you have certain administration who kind of condones it and supports it and it's just creating this this huge divide um and when pence said he trusts the criminal justice system i just like that i lost all, like that was just it for me i was like you don't know anything you know what i mean Right. And when they right. said that, no, there's no such thing as implicit bias. Again, I was like, oh, read a book, please. I don't know. How do you guys feel about that conversation? Yeah. Um, I definitely think you're right. Like, it was very telling about where they stood, right, on these issues of police brutality, right, in our country. And I think it's telling to say what they would do going forward, right? Um, Like, even if Pence was to say, like, yeah, we're going to reform, um, like, the justice system, right? Like, what, what, your reform and my reform, I'm thinking, are going to look different, right? And I think that's scary. Um, Because, like, it's, the justice system is already so broken, like, to, to have somebody who has, who feels the way they do about police brutality, reforming an already broken system, I think, or just maximizes that, right? Like, just makes it even worse. Um, Whereas on the other side, I think there is genuine, like, wanting to see something change, right? And maybe that's just because of the relatability that they do have to people of color and who they surround themselves in their camp and why like their reform would look very different and I think our justice system that we have today if they got eight years in the Oval Office could look very different from what we see today um it's just hard to say right and I think one thing that I think everybody needs to remember when it comes to like voting in this election right is like you cannot just vote today like you cannot just vote in this one time because ultimately when they get into the office the people that make the decisions are not necessarily in the oval office there is still process and that's why we live in the united states because we have a democracy and not one person makes the decision for all and so just to plug voting right like I love that people are getting really excited about voting in this election and feel really passionate about it but like you cannot stop with just this election you have to vote for your like state representatives and your senators and your congressmen because those are the people that get to change the laws that we see today and a president can only veto in do so many things to change those things before it almost becomes an abuse of power and like this is the why this is why we have the house of representatives this is why we have congress this is why we have the senate is to help make those decisions but if we get somebody in office who is on one side of the line and like the house and senate is on the other side like things will things will just be in this limbo and nothing will get done and it'll be a waste of four years and that's not what we want to happen. That's what happened with Obama's last four years because the House, they were on opposite sides and like nothing got passed and nothing was done and it was just a waste of time. So I just want people to understand like 
being if you want to see true change it doesn't just stop with getting your preferred candidate in office um it starts there and i think just to chime in on that as well <clears throat> i think that when when they were having that discussion I share the same sentiments as y'all of saying that you weren't really surprised on how either of them responded, right? I think when I heard Pence say, or Vice President Pence say, um, that law enforcement is doing their job and and we'll do what we can for the African-American community, it was kind of like, well, I'm gonna give you all my resources and then I'll give y'all what's left over, sort of a thing, right? And I think that that did drive home the point that Jasmine just made about voting, but I would also take it one step further in that the the police officer that murdered George Floyd just got out of out of jail on million dollar bond, right? That was also made possible because a judge said he could leave on bond. That was also made possible because the attorney general like basically made that um, an option. And so when you're voting, you're also voting for your state judges, your county judges, you're voting for your state attorney general and your public defenders, all of those people. I think that it's also crucial that you look up what their record is. When we look at the case of Breonna Taylor and how they just dismissed her case, that's a state attorney general that made that decision as well as a judge. I think that we need to start looking in our own states, looking at the records um, on a local level and if you see that that's not something that's in your favor, you know what I mean, or something that is being detrimental to our community, then those people need to be replaced. They got to go. Um, because even if on a national scale, they're trying to push things through law, if it's not implemented on a state and local level, then it's it's done in vain, right? The, the one thing that I also wanted to hear that I didn't hear in that conversation was um, holding police officers accountable with, uh, what is it that they have qualified immunity? Like, so if a police officer kills me, also, I just want y'all to know, tear everything up, <laughs> everything. But if, if a police officer kills me, right, then my family has the option to file claims in civil court and get money from a state or whatever but that doesn't necessarily mean that the officer that did it is going to suffer like criminal charges right and I feel like it may not be as subtle as what happened or not as blatant as what happened in the George Floyd case it may be something that happens like in Breonna Taylor's case where it gets ruled justified I think that a lot of that needs to also like be looked at like if you if you stop because there's also it doesn't always result in a death too right there have been a lot of law enforcement officers that have been known to sexually assault people um to physically assault people all of that to harass people like y'all deserve to be in prison if you acting like criminal you can't just get away with it because if i do it even if i don't do it if i look like somebody else who did it i'm going to jail forever um And so I think that those are things that we have to start taking a lot more serious. Um, I think that like also in the case with Ahmaud Arbery, um, that's something that we need to keep our eyes on when it comes to his case and looking at how that may happen um, and how it may unfold.
but I think that we definitely need to start re-electing a lot of our local judges and prosecutors and public defenders. All of them. Everybody got it done. Yeah, I mean, reform needs to happen. And I think, honestly, like, it, for me, when it comes to police brutality, I think it really does stem back to, like, training and, like, the length of time that it takes to become a police officer, right? And, like, this age maturity thing as well, because, like, it takes longer to become, like, a beautician than it does to become a police officer. Like, it is the process for them and I understand like that there is so much um demand right in cities to have police right and there's like a lack of police force I think there's also this thing when it comes to like pay right like they're they're also like overworked and underpaid in a lot of cities and I get that how that could translate to having like good and bad police officers because you feel like you're policing in poor places right where like they're not paying into like the system that pays like your salary right because like at the end of the day we all pay for police officers right like that comes out of our taxes so you know like y'all work for us just want to put that out there but i do think there's like that issue right and like the wage gap is so terrible like the minimum wage is awful like it needs that has to change like um so yeah I may have just went on a little bit of ramble there y'all but it's not a ramble though because that'll bring me to my next point how the minimum wage here in Tennessee is like nine dollars and I think the minimum wage in Utah is like eight dollars I think it's 725 still yeah I was gonna say I'm pretty sure it's still 725 and girl, and so, let me tell you, in so high school, I thought that was a lot of money. I was like, seven twenty-five, sure yes, sure and now is. Seven twenty-five, no. I've never made seven twenty-five. I've made nine something. When even when I was still living there, and the way that I was so upset at my checks, and now as an adult, I just got paid today, and I already feel so upset. I know why my parents were mad all the time. Right, because Uncle Sam taking his money. Uncle Sam getting that check. Uncle Sam getting that check, though. I'm trying to say, like, if my checks weren't getting all that taken out of it, I mean, the wages just need to, they at least need to match the cost of living. And I'll just, you know, speak to California. The the minimum wage, I believe now is $12. It's 11 or 12. But the cost of living is outrageous. And there is, there are some cons to raising, there is some, there are some cons to raising wages. And it has to do with employers paying their employees fairly and the benefits that come with it often if you raise if you raise wages like for example i'll just say small businesses it really only impacts them honestly if they aren't making the income to even meet that 
now they're required to pay more they're less likely to have full-time employees so they're not having to pay for the benefits mm-hmm. right so there's there's definitely ways to advocate and make sure that we're taking care of our small businesses i mean that's a huge thing especially right now where we've already lost so many where we, mm-hmm. we do need to raise right. the minimum but we also need to make sure we're raising up our or giving more to our small businesses not these huge corporations who we know are going to be fine no matter what but what i can say exactly. is having been visited utah recently the rent here is like living in the bay area for what i was like when i left i was paying 700 for a two-bedroom the least i found was 1400 y'all double and i and i was not gone very welcome long. to Salt Lake city i'm ashamed i am ashamed and then if i want to buy a house not in salt lake city girl there is a mortgage payment though because even like being here i tell my mom every like literally every month when i pay rent i'm like we should have just went in on the house yeah because at this point like living here especially like at a year and a half like we we could have saved up enough for a down payment we could have been on our way and then if you're in an apartment complex every time your lease gets renewed for the most part your rent increases right so then you're in you end up paying more and it's I just... literally had a co-worker who said that her and her family move every single year because they don't they can't pay the increase in rent and I was like that is yeah awful like could you imagine I hate moving first of all like that is why I have not moved no. from my place in three years because I hate moving it's awful and to think that she right. has been moving and like this isn't just like a friend like this co-worker has like a family not just like her and a partner it's like her a partner and like kids multiple kids moving every year I was like that's that's awful it is right it is but see that's that's a disparity in that's it is and that's something that I think that should have been addressed right because one thing I found interesting, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, they didn't touch student loans and they didn't touch I house. thought she they they barely, um, did. And barely talked about rent. I thought they did touch on barely. student loans. Am I, I thought I heard... Did they? I thought What'd she they said say? that they were going to forgive if you had 10,000. 10, yeah, okay. Okay. Mm, I, I thought, she did say that. Okay, but whose who's education costs only $10,000? No, 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 they're going to f- forgive up, uh, to, yeah, 10, up to 10000 So I was like, <laughs> yes, son. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, though. Whose education costs that little? Like, example, I'm in a doctoral program. Not that 10000 is not going to help. Not a doctoral program. I lied to y'all. I'm sorry. I'm in a graduate program. And I'm going to go to law school. That is my goal. What is ten thousand fitting to help? What? Girl, that's your books. <laughs> Girl, that's that's the, that's the student health insurance they forced you me to get. All right. I know is that that was no, I mean, all of mine. So I mean, I know that's how I was excited to hear that. Okay, well, so you know, it is it is Must something. It is something. So I I hope that if there is a change in administration, I hope they do that because. I think about my dad and other people who have their degrees and cannot get a job in those degrees, whether it's because they lack the experience. Well, how are you going to get the experience if you don't hire me? 
or you know we can also right. chuck it up to a lot of other reasons they might not hire someone like my dad or other people right. in our families right but we, we won't get into right. that because we don't have um you know proof necessarily but and she barely she's the only one who really talked about rent and how people are not able to cover rent during covid and that's the that's a fact it's so sad well you know so and that so not i guess the issue too right is not that it's something that happens just during covid because we all know that redlining exists um and i've seen it you know secondhand from my family member who said that they've experienced it firsthand, right? And so those are the things that I think that also need to be discussed because, so if you if you do um, student loan forgiveness up to a certain extent, I'm sure that'll help because that'll also help you be able to apply for like mortgage loans and whatnot. But at the same time, those are two of the, the main things I think that are gonna be impacting specifically like the millennials um, and the latter half of Generation X is that we're not homeowners. And so that's gonna deplete our wealth. Um, we haven't really talked about raising minimum wage for real. So then that's gonna impact like how much or where we're able to live, I guess, and the quality of the neighborhoods, all of that. Um, and even if we have these degrees, if we're not able to get into our career fields, Um, making a certain amount of money or all of that I think it's all just kind of full circle and specifically you know when we talk about the black community black women are the most educated demographic of anybody right but we also get paid like 64 cents to a white male dollar and then we're also getting denied for those home loans substantially as well as student loans to a certain extent um, because those are just not um very common things that I think are taught in our households as far as like money management. I think we talked about that a little last week too. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what this looks like moving forward. I know, I guess now we're not having a presidential debate number two because um, the president's still feeling unwell. Or he said that he wasn't going so. to participate because it was bullshit that they were going to have it online. True. Just let's put that out yeah. there. Um, Okay. You know the facts. All right. I was trying to be. Oh, quote of the day from that one too, from Kamala with her clap back when she said, wait, no, this was from Pence. It was a quote of the debate where he was like, you're entitled to your own opinion, but you're not entitled to your own facts. (laughs) I love that. I'm about to use it. Girl, I wrote that down. I wrote that down. I was going to win every argument. (laughs) <laughs> right. And girl, either way, she she had a great comeback for that too. So I'm still you. I'm gonna be like, and then get him with the I will repeat. <laughs> right. Quote of the debate from Senator Harris. If you don't mind letting me finish, we can then have the conversation. Okay. Yeah. I think she was. <laughs> I just want to touch on one last thing before we go, guys. Is for all of you out there who was questioning whether she was black or not, okay, I'm gonna need y'all to take several seats because what you not gonna do? Because 
what you not gonna do is test the lady's no, blackness but I'm go ahead i digress all of you guys out there in the world who was questioning her background and being black i'm going to need you to take several several seats because she was all encompass of a black woman she was poised she was very elegant she spoke well and she was serving looks okay and she Listen, held her own the way that she the way that she pulled all of our ancestors into all of her comebacks and looks like i felt like my mom was in the room when she was like i'm not one of your little friends watch yes. the tone of your voice when she said i don't know I'm who you think you're talking to i'm speaking i'm speaking like, i was like she's speaking breath that means stop talking that you better, when she she was serving them looks i'm just saying <laughs> if every black person Listen. out there knows the look that she gave him when he was interrupting her or when he was speaking untrue facts she was like she was ready to snatch his soul Listen. out of him just saying you guys the way the way Susan, the way Susan, the way Susan shut down after she said all that, she was like, "I'm speaking." Susan was like, "She's speaking." That's right. We have to do that. But when she told Susan, "I expect to get the same amount of time that you just gave him," because he interrupted me. Susan yes. was like, "All right." Susan was like, "Well, she was. You were speaking more than her, though." I was like, Susan, go ahead, girl. Be on the right, right side of history. So today. I just want you oh all gosh, to know no. out there, wherever you are listening to this, if you had um, a question of whether sis was not truly a sister, she was a sister. So let's she just... absolutely was. Hashtag, hashtag the facial expressions. They just said it all. And every time she wanted to laugh, I laughed for her. Because that, that's some control I don't have. Mm-hmm. And she was taking and notes. Say, she was taking notes. She's studious. Pins didn't take one note. She looked at I, her taking notes. I almost notes. forgot my, like, oh, I almost forgot my favorite thing she did. Mm-hmm. I almost forgot my favorite you thing said you she forgot. did, y'all. I know we're out of time. But when she said, let me Here's define. It. And she literally defined in debt. Girl, I was like, Listen. Trump is in debt. When she had to define, when she defined in debt for him, I was like, No, she didn't. The way, the way that, the way that Quantico and Scandal came to life for me during that moment, I was like, Sis said, "Follow the money." This is everything that Shonda Rhimes ever described comes to life, like. <laughs> Girl, I was ready. <laughs> I was ready to apply to the FBI that be day. Clear, he owes American people this money. Um, he might. Yeah, you. I don't. I ain't seen the man's taxes. You seen his taxes? It wasn't right. You know people. You know people got Swiss accounts. They got Canary Islands accounts. They got all, all these accounts. There's no way that man only paid what was seven hundred and forty dollars. $740. I paid more than that. $750. I paid more than that. I was like, so, because I didn't know this was an option. Because if this is the option and we don't got to go to jail, someone tell Martha real quick. Someone tell Wesley Snipes real quick. Right Let up. me know what the code is so I can put it into ta- TurboTax. 
cry. <laughs> but I digress. But, um, I digress. Okay. So, like always, we're going to end this segment with our Why We Votes. Miss Jazz. But um, Yo, I vote why you vote? because it's the American thing to do. Okay, thank you. Miss Tichelle. Miss Tichelle. Why do you vote? I vote specifically. I can't even say specifically this year, but I vote for the youth. So they have something to look forward to. I like that. And Michikaina, why do you vote? I vote because ultimately, ultimately, I vote in every election all throughout from national to local, ultimately, because I'm rooting for everybody Black. And I'm going to make sure that we are living the best quality of life that we were promised as per the life, liberty, and Talk pursuit of happiness. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, though. I just put Well, as always, everyone, right. thank you for listening to us. And ain't nobody got us like we got us. Mike, bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.